0: Whispering winds guide me to the shore The stars aligned like never before My heart's at the helm sailing on a cool breeze This is my realm, living with these Blue waves of love, baby please stay We're more than enough, climb on board, sail away Hot passion, so free Brushed gold. When I'm with you, life's so big and so bold. It's that soul glow, taking it fast, loving it so slow. It's that soul glow, taking it fast, loving it so slow. Still waters run deep. Crash, open and break. I'm yours to keep your my tidal wave. We'll drown all our tears, wash away those fears. I'm loving you wide, warm and free. Skip through the tide, come out to the deep sea. Yeah, hold on tight and let go, you see. Just like a rainbow, you gotta trust the flow. We are so much more than we'll ever know It's that soul club Taking it fast Loving it so slow It's that soul glow, Taking it fast Loving it so Rocking through the wave, our love will save. Rolling through the curl, you know I'm your girl. Sunset so cool, kick back is our rule. To swim is to find, let it shine. It's that soul glow, taking it fast, loving it so slow. It's that soul glow. So so is that sure. soul to love.
1: Welcome to Maniaco Music Musings. I'm your host as always, Jeremy, and I promise to pull your heartstrings enough to make your soul glow. Stand by me and give me a reason to hope we're invincible. Otherwise, it'll be up in smoke and bang, bang, bang. My co-host, though, is calling you out all over the sub-city. He's heard you have been telling stories about his tries to earn his keep. Thankfully, he has armored wings to make through the storm. And say, me without you is my paragon in the calm. Chancy motherfucking Grife. Hi. And that's right, folks. Your musers are back. And you may know... That's That's the first time that bombed.
2: Nice. We need to record that. That's the first time that actually bombed. I'm so stoked uh, about awesome. this. Uh, she didn't laugh. She no, didn't laugh.
3: I'm so impressed. I my mouth was. <laughs> you know, I, couldn't speak. I was speechless for a change. No, I serious. No,
1: I I I as I was going to say that as you may have heard, of listeners, that wasn't the usual raunchy bomb intro you're used to me doing on every show. But I mean, it's just. This episode has a special purpose, and it had the intro had to be a little more soulful to the heart, kind of, because this is a special episode. We've done theme episodes once or twice, but this one's a new one, and it's going to be awesome, I believe. We are paying tribute to amazing female singers in this episode, and you'll find out why in just one second, because our guest this week is Tina Rose, and she is a singer and songwriter, what kind of singer I don't want to say because I don't want to say the wrong genre because <laughs> I have a couple in mine. It could be, but, but I'll let her tell you, Tina, how are you doing tonight?
3: I'm doing fabulous. I'm so glad to be here. I was looking forward to this. So yeah, this is, um, I don't know. I'm going to coin it ladies first, this particular uh, chapter in your podcast.
1: Yeah. I mean, it just, it's, When I heard your album, it seemed like a good a good a good theme for the episode, and I was just like, because well, I'll go do it more a little bit, but that's basically the way it started. And well, why don't you tell the audience how you got into being a singer a little
3: bit? Okay, so I've always been a bit of a ham, you know, growing up, and uh, you know, love music, um, love art, all that stuff, love dancing, and was raised, you know, with. You know kind of blue-collar parents that didn't really encourage it so uh the most i did as far as musicality really other than taking piano lessons from nuns which was kind of distressing um right I <laughs> was i was in acapella choir in high school um then uh down the road i've had lots of careers unbelievable i worked in the film industry and all kinds of fun things, but nothing music related per se, other than I was a dancer on MTV. And uh, Twisted Twisted Sister took me out in LA one night. Uh, Nice! uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, I was on Dorothy Gaynor's I Will Survive, I was one of the dancers on MTV for that. But um, yeah, so, Anywho, I became a school psychologist and I love working with kids and I worked with kids of all ages and at the same time, I was a single mom and my daughter, when she was in middle school, which is very tender age, very kids are very self-conscious. They want to be part of their group and be wow. accepted and connected and all that stuff. Um, she was being bullied by mean girls and I think it's because she's so beautiful but uh, in fact, I think that was a big part. But anyway, she, I went back to the National Mean Girls Conference in Orlando, and that is truly the name, and uh, happened to get a ride home from the producers. And uh, they asked me to speak at their conference in Vegas the following year. I wrote a book. My daughter and I did an oracle card deck for conversation, started speaking around the United States. And at one point... I think I mentioned previously, I thought, wow, you know, getting up and speaking in front of hundreds of people by yourself on a stage is kind of intimidating. What could be worse? And as I mentioned, I thought bungee cord jumping, skydiving. Whoa, whoa, wait a bit. Wait, what about singing? So I took a group singing class. The next thing I knew, I was invited to sing with an R&B band. I loved it. It set me free. I think singing is, well, as a past therapist, it's therapeutic, really, you know, you you let it rip and it's expressive. Uh huh. It's got frequencies and all that. So um, anyway, uh, the band leader had a relative who was a little girl, six years old in Nashville, and she uh, uh, was sick. And it was serious. And I write custom poetry is one of my talents. And I was writing a little poem about this girl because her name was Patience. And I kept thinking to myself, what parents would name their child Patience and go through this kind of ordeal when this song that had nothing to do with this child came through my head like a, it was like a train, you know, just like, and I jumped out of bed and said, my kingdom for a pen wrote it down in 10 minutes, called the band leader. And he said, Oh, wow, we're putting that to music. That, that gave me permission. So I just started getting these downloads and writing music just spontaneously. And, um, and that song had nothing to do with the little girl, by the way, it was just totally out, you know, out of the ethers. And, uh, so back in 2021, actually 2020. So when all this, uh, Pandemic or whatever you want to call it started. I was in Las Vegas and uh, at the Liberace mansion spoke speaking uh, with another singer songwriter. And uh, I said, I love to write songs. She said, can I hear some lyrics? I spoke some lyrics. She put me in touch with amazing musicians and voila, during our COVID episode, I was in lockdown in a studio creating my 10 song album and as a passion project. So and now I'm writing songs for other musicians and having fun.
2: That's well, that's, that's pretty so cool. awesome, really.
1: Yeah, that, that's a crazy story. I mean, that really is a, wow. There are parts yeah. of that that's, that uh, that should be a book, actually. But <laughs> uh, eventually, maybe. But all right. Well, do you know what story? I mean, what story? What album did you bring, and why did you want to bring it?
3: Well, let me think. It was a tough decision. Okay. Like I really, I I lost sleep at night thinking about it. Cause you know, I love music, but I just kept coming back to my album. (laughs) I'm just saying. So um, what I do as another side line, I have an online business where I, help. I'm like a Cyrano de Bergerac in drag. Okay. So I help people compose what they really want to say to remedy or transform any type of relationship strife. And so uh, I entitled my songs or my album love letters because songs are that they are they're They come from the heart. They're a message. They influence They're dynamic. And yeah. So Love Letters by Tina Rose is my 10-song album. Oh, so sweet.
0: Before I get in way too deep, my man's got an earnest key. Some might say I'm just a tease because I can bring them to their knees. Better not waste my time. Or you end up back of the line.
1: Yes. And well, Chancy, actually I'll let you go first since I have since I have a f- I already knew what order I wanted to go in tonight. But um what do you think of her album, Chansey?
2: Well, I mean honestly it was um kind of hard to put it into words really because it's not I, I enjoyed it I liked it I'm not trying to find a way to put it down that's not what's going on here like um, it, it there were different it's like uh, I don't want to say an amusement park but for lack of a better term refer to it as an amusement park because the different the different songs were like different rides like uh, uh, the opener your kiss. Just it's like right, I mean, it's like riding a heavy roller coaster, and then uh there's other songs that do the same thing, and then also it's like you know you take the hard plunge down the first hill and then it goes around a couple of turns and then it kind of calms down up another hill. Here we go, um there were also elements that I felt were like uh the old smoky jazz rooms. And uh, like a like Amy Winehouse esque, not not you know not to not to say like an emulation or anything like that, but there were songs where you could hear it, and not necessarily a full jazz, but not necessarily full blues. I I, I enjoyed it. It was it was uh it wasn't it wasn't something that's always in my wheelhouse but it's always one of those things. And when I come across it, it's always like, Oh yeah, right. I forgot. I like this stuff too. Cause I was in choir for 10 years as well. So it's like, I had to listen to so many different genres and styles of music that it was just like, it's like, Oh yeah, I, I remember this. Okay.
3: Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I think, uh, yeah, I, I align with what you're saying. Because yeah, it is kind of a roller coaster. You know, it's not boring and um, no, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and um,
2: a bit spicy if you if you
1: learn how to read between the lines. Yes, is. yes, flirty, and, and <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll go with that. Uh, and uh, Chancy, leave it to you to have an answer that basically involves like a circus. But hey. We're not doing that. <laughs> this is a focus. different kind of episode, all right. Goddamn circus focus. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, I mean, I when I first heard your album, like I, I was like, wow. Like I, I was immediately impressed. Like the first few samples I, I heard of, like the couple songs I played to try to find a match for it. Like which mm-hmm. that's all in our process. I'll get into later. But it was. That's more of my own personal taste of music than anything. But that it's it's incredible like i listened to it last it was the last cd i chose to listen to for this week because i want it to be last after i heard the first few bits i'm like all right i need to have this fresh in my head for the episode because it's that good i can't just play through it and forget it like some guests who ended up not coming on the show anyway but
2: oh i thought you were gonna talk trash like i was like don't you dare don't you say if you say anything about tracy Chapman, i'm coming through the phone sir
1: no 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 Uh, No. People who were supposed to be on the show but weren't there, Chancey, whose albums were set apart. I
2: know. I know. I know. Once I realized you weren't about to talk trash about one of my choices, I was like, oh, my
1: bad. My bad. But, yeah. (laughs) Tina, I really, like, I enjoyed it. Like, it was, like Chancey said, it really was, like, up and down. Like, it was a it it's good because it wasn't just one note the whole song. Like you can actually tell when a different song was starting, unlike a lot of CDs that I've heard in the past where you can't tell. And you look down and it's three songs later. And you're like, when that happened? But it's just, it was magical. Like
4: oh, there definitely
1: you. were there, there definitely were some songs I like more than others. But as with any CD, that's going to happen regardless. But but it was it was it was overall an amazing CD, and I enjoyed it. A couple of them even made into my like songs list on Spotify. So there you go. Wow.
3: Wow. Well, it was so funny because um, it's kind of a novelty, like I said, uh, passion project, bucket list kind of deal. Um, the, the musicians primarily, I mean, I, I also hired um, Jamie Shadowlight who does jazz violin and uh, Kent Evan did a harmonica rift on one of them and Chris uh, Del Camino did the saxophone. But the other acoustic in there uh, was the Brothers Corin, who are from Australia, and they were the opening band for Pink and Bon Jovi and Journey and Coldplay and Rod Stewart. And, and so when I was introduced to them by this woman in Vegas, um, you know, we created an agreement and we got on a Zoom call and the one brother, pardon me if you're listening, Isaac, I'm, I'm just, I think your accent's so cute. Okay, so he says, so, we love your lyrics. They're so alive. But have you possibly thought of a melody? And I went, Well, duh. How could I write a song without a melody? And he goes, No, 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 no. Most artists we work with have the lyrics, the words, no melody, or the melody without the lyrics. And he said, Can I have a listen? And I said, You want me to sing a cappella on a Zoom call at 11 a.m.? Mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> So
2: just dead cold, not even, not even a Do-Re-Mi just not, flat out.
3: Not even a La-La Do-Re-Mi or any of it. And so, so anyway, he calls me the next day. He goes, well, I recorded your voice shared it with my brother because I assumed that they actually would have a different singer. You know, they'd been in the business for so long here. I am a, a novice so to speak. And, uh, they said, um, So first off, um, we don't want anyone but you to sing. And we want to produce every single song you've ever written. End of story. And like I said, we had a contract and they reduced, you know, their fees for creating the music dramatically and the whole thing. So it was really, I feel like it was sort of, karmic this whole experience because i did volunteer to do the work with the kids for those years you know and just sold the books and cards to offset my travel because i love children and i think this was um god's grace if you will this whole experience yeah and uh one of the most fun-filled experiences for me anyway was doing this
1: uh, well Aaron says she's excited to hear about your music also,
2: what's up? What's up? What's up, uh, Chris? that I, I didn't want you to think or CJ.
1: Well, on your CD, what were your? What would you say your top five songs are, Tina?
3: On my own CD, okay. On your own CD, all right. Um, so I would say "Earn His Keep," which is a real girl power song, and actually, that song was—it was. Uh, it was Accepted for a uh, Tarantino-style movie with George Lopez and Tara Reid, uh, and then with COVID and all, they ran out of budget and it didn't happen. But I, you know, I think that's a very cool. It's like a iconic kind of flavor to it. You know, it's period piece, if you will. It's like, uh, you know, that like you were saying earlier, um, Chancy is, you know, that kind of. Um, Smoky bar, kind of R and B ish, jazzy. So I really like that one. Calling you out, I like that one, and that one has a, a personal story to it. Um, uh, during the COVID situation, um, somebody con- we were all in lockdown. Uh, someone contacted me through Facebook. Now I'm very low tech. I'll just say that very. So I didn't even realize somebody could call you on Facebook. I had no idea. So he called me on messenger and a very nice man. And we started having conversation, FaceTime. And, and then when things cleared up, he said, let, I want, let's, let's go to dinner. I'm going to come down. He lived about uh, 45 minutes away and he stood me up. Can you even imagine? So I, that calling you out was my, what do you call it? My, um, my comeback to that. <laughs> and uh, so it's, it's done in jest and it's, it was a lot of fun to do that. So I like that. Um, I like my cool blue song um, because I think it's got warmth about it. And, um, and I just really like the, the mood on that and um well of course your kiss is always fun uh you know i i really love men so that's good and (laughs) (laughs) and and let's see what would oh and then the other song that i wrote with intentionality the only one that just didn't come through me but i just went oh wait a second i need to write a song about my uh letter writing service so love letter um Mm. That one I I really like that one. So oh,
0: I like Soul Glow too.
3: Okay, well anyway, I like them all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. And Chancey, Aaron, saying hi to you.
3: Oh hey.
2: Oh hey. I'm sorry I didn't see that. I was I was actually kind of taken back. What's up, Aaron?
1: I. And, and Chris said it's a diss track. It is a diss about track. yeah. About- and Aaron said to clap back.
2: Clap right? back, yep, yep. <laughs> well, as as the kids would say,
1: yeah, as the as the children would say.
2: But Jansi, I, what, I, were you I, top
1: I what were your talking? What were your talking? Literally, about?
2: she actually named every like every song she named was on my list somewhere. So like the honorable mention that I had was Ernest Keep. Uh, number five is Love Letter. Uh, the only song she didn't mention was number four was heartstrings. Mm. Uh, number three for me was cool blue. Uh, number two was calling you out. And number one was your kiss.
4: Oh, wow. Wow.
2: That's why, that's why, that's why I kept making them faces. I'm like,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. The heartstrings one, I actually wrote that, um, because I was so um, grateful that this R&B band leader uh, Gregory Michael um, asked me to join his band, and so I thought, okay, I you know I just wanted to to write him a thank you, I guess. Heartstrings. That's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, actually, it's funny because she named almost all my top five too, but she there was one she did miss. I, I think yeah, just one. I think one no one mentioned yet. But number five was Calling You Out because I did get that was diss track from the lyrics and it was kind of cool. <laughs> number four, and this is the one no one mentioned, number four was Up in Smoke.
4: Oh, yeah.
1: That was a good one, yeah. yeah, I enjoyed that one tremendously. And then number three was Earn His Keep, which I, the whole time I just kept thinking this song be even awesome if it had like a sequel where it's a duet with a guy and it was called like Earn Their Keep or something.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well,
1: mm-hmm. Almost like a old like almost like an old like 40s, 50s style ballad type thing. Yeah,
2: yeah. Co- yeah a call right. and response. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Interesting.
1: I mean, Interesting. I, I,
4: I See, mean, I going to you know,
3: bring romance back,
1: right? Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, I don't know. That's what I was thinking. I mean, kind of like how uh Will Smith did Girls Aren't Nothing Patrol, but, but then he did a bonus song on the one version of it called boys are nothing but trouble so you can get one for both like the girls and the boys so you know kind of like that gender neutral that <sighs> thing but number two was heartstrings because that song was awesome it was a really cool song it was a really good song and the lyrics really had me going and the number one was so oh, glow because so glow so glow is like the it was the music like the music in the back of it was just like trippy almost like it almost there's this one song by a band called Dog Fashion Disco called "Magical Band of Fools," and mm-hmm. it remind me of it. Remind me of a very like lower version of that, like not as like energetic, but like kind of like the same melody.
2: That's yeah. that's hilarious that you said that. By the way,
1: because you were that's doing awesome. the same thing.
3: Uh, I, I, it... Well, I was just. Gonna... Uh, The soul glow, you know, I'm, I'm a beach bunny. I'm California, San Diego. And uh, so I kind of grew up in the beach area and I love the um, you know, the idea of life being like you're sailing through it, you know, and it's like, you get to choose the, you know, the, the oceanographic geography, (laughs) I guess, or whatever, but the sentiments around that was I wanted to have that vision of just like really letting go and letting it fly and having your soul glow. You know, it's like, what are we doing here if we're not having fun, right? So, anyway,
2: my only uh, my only hiccup was that ever like listening to that song, I kept thinking back to coming to America. Oh, that coming nobody. To- yeah yeah so there when he so there's a commercial for uh it's essentially like jerry curl but the name of the product was called soul glow oh, seriously? and literally and then and the, and it has like its own theme song it's like
4: just let you soul glow.
2: and i saw that i saw i saw the song title i was like i gotta listen to this and i'm listening to it and it's, that's not a, it's, it's in no way is it like does it, does it take away from the song or anything but I'm listening to it, and it's like I'm picking up the dog fashion like he's talking about, and then at the same time, I'm like, coming to America. Like, I'm just oh like, oh, God. it's so awesome.
3: Wow, well, I never even knew that. I did not know that. And uh, I, I was that's on
2: that. A- <laughs> that's just that's how my stupid brain works
3: sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was on, um, gosh, Rachel's um she's she helps she's an attorney that um helps uh people that have been um victims of violent crimes and anyway she had me on as a guest um uh, because of my letter writing and whatever and she listened to my album and she played that song and she said this is going to be my wedding song soul glow she goes nice. I, that's it i'm getting married to this song that's it you know <laughs>
1: i could see i could see i could see that honestly i could see that yeah Yeah. all right well it is time now i believe to move on to the oh actually well before we do that comments 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 aaron said you're inspiring her to finally get back to the studio
3: cool (laughs) you go girl
1: (laughs) and cj said he misses the old 80s style cali beach parties
3: gotta bring those back uh-huh i mean
2: yeah, I, that, I i can't uh, i i can't relate i came in halfway through the decade so i got nothing
1: yeah i came shooting at the end of the decade so yeah no i can't relate to that either but chancy i feel what are you gonna say buddy
2: oh uh, i was like i feel like i kind of i feel like i kind of missed out <laughs> uh, I, think
3: you did we, too. Uh, I think you did too i <laughs> No, seriously, I ran away from home when I just turned 18 without telling my family. And I went to Maui, straight to Maui. And nice. uh, Oh, yeah. And sailed around and drove a Boston whaler and gave parasailing rides and just had so much fun. So I'm walking down the beach because I had this boyfriend who had a 75 foot schooner and we toured the islands. And then I'm. Walking down the beach in Waikiki, and the surfer goes, Is your name Christine Tina? <laughs> and I said, Yeah. And he said, Oh, I think your father's been looking for you for like six weeks. And it was my dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that's wow. how much of a beach person, you know, that's how what an affinity I was willing to just, without even a care in the world, sold my little, um, Beetle, B, uh, VW Volkswagen, with surf racks and stuff, and headed for the islands. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Very nice. All right. Well, Chancy, what CD did you br- what CD did you bring to compliment Tina's here, and why? You mean
2: what CD did I bring, or which CD, which CD did I want to bring? <laughs>
1: All the, oh, you, you know how it works, all the above. So
2: initially, because he was like, hey, I have this great idea, which it is a great idea. He's like, let's do female singers. And I'm like, really? So there's this, it's like a super heavy metal band, like hard heavy metal. And the lead singer of the band is this. I I don't want to say dainty because it it it's not the right word, but she's very petite. She's very small and she has this voice that she, like she does the shrill highs, the deep lows. Like you listen to the song and you just are like No, not OTEP. It's I wrestled a bear once. But I know why she I could see why she said OTEP, though. I could see why she did say OTEP. But literally like, there's a song on the album I was going to choose. It's called Taste Like Kevin Bacon. And it literally, in 10 seconds, she goes from shrill highs to guttural lows, just like descending into the depths of madness. And then the guitars are crazy and everything like that. And he's like, dude, are you trying? Are you trying to get everybody to hate this? And I'm like, okay, I'll pick something else. And so I did what I always do, which is nice. We got an Iwabo lover. Yeah. Suck it, Jeremy. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tina. This is what we always do.
4: It's great. I love it. I love it.
2: Go. Oh, hey, sweet. So the thing I always do, if I'm trying, if I'm not sure, I'll go to my YouTube music and I hit shuffle on my like list and uh tracy chapman came up so the problem was is that like all my favorite songs of hers aren't on the same album so i went with her greatest hits album because you know tracy chapman's you know uh, aside from just having exceptionally iconic music and lyrics and just the sentimental attachment I have to at least two of her songs just on the, on that. Oh, now that's cool too.
4: Spare box.
2: I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, no, I, it was uh, like I said, you know, with, with the sentimental value I have to some of her songs, like it was just like, Oh, it was almost kind of like fate. I was like, I need to, I need to come up with a, with a great female singer, and I was like, you know, if the first one for my shuffle doesn't pan out right, I'm gonna pick Patsy Cline, and Tracy Chapman popped up, so I went with her. I went with her Greatest Hits album.
3: You get a fast car. I
4: want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Me, myself, I got nothing to prove. Mm.
1: And what did you think of Chancey's album, Tina?
3: Well, I love Tracy Chapman. I mean, I've done karaoke to her, okay? So I love... Love her vibe. And um, yeah, I, oh, thank God, there's so much I love about. It. Okay, so now I hope I played the game right because I kind of skipped around at Tracy Chapman's songs. So I'm hoping, okay, let's cross our fingers. But I, I, my number one was Give Me One Reason because I love the tempo of that song. Um, I love the acoustics in there. And it's what I like about that. Her music is you don't forget it. You know, her melodies are really strong. Her emphasis. uh, She's a great drama queen in a good way. And, um, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, we we know. Oh, that's Tracy Chapman. Mm -hmm.
2: Every time, every time we go for a car ride, uh, Casey puts on. Give me one reason. Yeah. Just because she knows that it'll sucker me into singing. And okay,
3: that's my next one. So how come she ooh. doesn't sing fast car? Who? Um, uh, when um, when is it Cindy that gives you the drives the car? Is it?
2: Oh, oh Casey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm so
3: sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Oh, it,
2: yeah. It's all right. You know? Yeah. I mean, well, I, I I mean, I I can sing fast car, but. I mean, I, 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 I'm the one that does this thing and she does the driving.
3: Oh, okay. (laughs) But I just thought it was a pun because you said every time she gets in the car and we drive and then, you know, one of my, I
2: saw it. I I, I saw what you did there.
3: I think. Yeah. 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 One of my, because one of my, (laughs) one of my picks in in fact, for Tracy Chapman was fast car.
2: Hands down. I mean, yeah, you can't not.
3: Yeah. It's, you know, even though the lyrics, Ignite the sense of, um, I don't know, fear, sadness, desperation. I was going to say melancholy. Melancholy, all those, but like emotional, um, you know, desperation kind of thing. You know, it's like I'm really fearful, I'm really sad, I feel rejected, I feel abandoned. But the tune of it is the opposite give me a
0: Fesca.
3: You know, it's like really, did it, you know, it's not boom, 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 boom. You're not going to be, um, it, it's not a dirge. Okay. I
2: mean, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's almost as if it's desperately inspirational.
3: Thank you. I love that. That's a wonderful way of uh, explaining that. So that I was. Do, I
2: do, things. I do words good.
3: Oh, you do. <laughs> I love you. And I, and I, and I love me some words. I mean, I'm like word person, so I love that. That's a oh, history. I'm
2: I. I've been slowly trying to teach my girlfriend's five year old how to say the biggest word in the English language.
3: Really, and he he
2: can do it. He can do it if it's broke up. So like, I have to do you know new mono ultra microscopic silica volcano caniasis. He can see like he can he can follow along with it. And he gets three fourths of it on his own through memory, but uh, you know it's it's a long word and it's really tricky, but ah, and well hey, the fact that he's five means nothing. Started- there are Russian children who are five years old that can play chess better than I can. You started teaching him at three and a half. That's true. I did start teaching him three and a half.
3: <laughs> wow, that's that's amazing. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Don't get me started. I'm going to tell you stories about kids. So <laughs> I'll get on a <laughs> tangent here, but okay. So are you ready for my number three song on her?
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Right.
3: Baby, can I hold you? Okay. Um, so that I felt was really, um, again, just beautifully orchestrated and beautifully um expressed i love those sentiments um and you know it's a song about forgiveness but can i hold you i think that's really amazing and then um uh and you know which one i loved and now this one was off of okay there is talking about a revolution love that yep. one Oh and, yeah. And you know why I love it? I, I mean, I even appreciate it more is because I think we're in a revolution right now. Uh-huh. I do. That's my thought. I think the planet's never going to be the same. We're going through, you know, the dark night of the whatever, and we're going to come out of this. But I, it's, when you think about the, the lyrics um, it's, it says more people are going to rise up and get their share. More people are going to rise up and get what's theirs. You better run, run, run. And um, finally the tables will turn. So when it talks about, you know, people that are, have their agenda, these leaders, you know, they're going to be run, run, running. And so I love, I, I, that's me personally. I just think it was just profound to listen to that. I enjoyed it. And then the final one for Tracy, and this one was off the album, I believe, so I apologize. However, it was an older song that she did a revised um, rendition uh, of. Yeah. Uh-huh, Stand By Me.
2: Yep. Stand it By was Me. On, I think it was on there. Yeah, I think it was on there.
3: Oh, was it, it? Was
1: okay. like, it was a live bonus track at the end. It was a
2: live, yeah, it was a live version, yeah.
3: Okay. I love that. I love it, love it, love it. That's that's such a classic. And like you say, it kind of it brings back a certain nostalgia. So Yeah. Yeah. A style that stand by me. It's like a ballad, but it's cool a cool ballad, you know? That's my take
1: on it. eh, Well, chance a lot, you know. You give me this album and Tracy Chapman is one of those people I always knew the name. I always knew she was a singer. Never could identify one song to her if I was asked before yesterday, but that's just the way it was. I so I never I of course knew some of the songs. I'm like, oh, okay, now I now know who sings these at least. But eh, I rather enjoyed it actually. It was long as shit though, dude. Come on. It was like an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs>
2: I'm. I'm sorry. I wanted to get all of my favorite songs onto one run, and I wasn't gonna be like, "Oh, I wanted to play this CD because of this song." No, it's like, listen to it, pick and choose, do your thing.
1: Don't get your panties in a bunch, dude. But
2: I mean, <laughs> was, I I li- This is how I live. This 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 is how I live.
1: <laughs> but, no, No. Nah, I mean. It, don't get me wrong, it was a good freaking CD. I enjoyed the hell out of it, honestly. And I mean, towards the end, got a little too uh, Jesusy. Like, I was just <laughs> like, eh, getting a little too into some communion here and shit. Like, no, no, I can't do this. <laughs> but
0: eh. I mean,
1: you know, teach their own. Uh, CJ says, "Oh, I fucking
2: day. yes, yeah. yes, I fucking love living color."
1: I I overall enjoyed the CD Chancy and it was it was entertaining. Like it was a good CD. It, some of the songs were actually bangers, but yeah, some Bainous. of them I was just like, some of them I was just like, yeah, no. I mean, I think I actually put a couple of hers in my like songs too on Spotify, so that's saying something. But but uh, what were your top five on your own CD Chancy before I give you mine and surprise you? Uh, actually, me? I have two honorable mentions.
2: I was gonna pull you and put the whole thing in there. Because it really could all... Every single one of them could go in.
1: Um, Fantasy, if, if you pull me, you're not putting it all in there. That.
4: Nah. <laughs> 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 oh, God.
2: Um, number seven was actually talking about a revolution.
4: Yeah.
2: And uh, I noticed that as I'm kind of looking at these lists, I... I chose a lot of these a lot for a lot of it was like either sentimental or it what it said to me. And I get where you're saying how some of it was kind of churchy, but like, um, you know, number six was sing for you. I I mean that I, I just, I love that song. I, I can't even explain why. And number five, all you have is your soul. Like for me, that, that wasn't, I mean, you could take it churchy if you want to, but I look at it as if you want to keep it in a realm of, like, anything, and it is all you have is your essence. All you have is the energy that you have to give. And if all you do is just give away all you have, you have nothing left. Don't do what I did. Don't sell your soul. Don't give away too much of yourself for nothing. Uh number four was change and it just it was it was another one of those where you're just like spiritual yes very much so uh number three telling stories i mean it was it 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 also kind of ironically enough with what you were saying ties into exactly the reason you got into making music in the first place which is kind of neat uh (laughs) For me, number two, number one and number two are basically tied, but since I had to do one or the other, uh, number two for me is Give Me One Reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, number one's Fast Car.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: But that's mostly like, honestly, it could have went either way. If, 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 if it's I'm choosing my favorite for singing purposes, obviously it's Give Me One Reason. If I'm choosing sentimental purposes, it's Fast Car. Uh, it's just, I mean, it, it's a, it's a win win, really. And if you ask me, I mean. Wow. What'd you
3: think of right. Baby? Can I hold you? Did you hear that
2: one? I did. And I. To me, it kind of reminded me of the part of um, Fast Car where she talks about her father. Mm. About the the reality of what the situation was, but she still had to take care of him. So it's kind of like how you were saying, like (laughs) the situation is as it is, but can I still hold you?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Aaron's Aaron's full of compliments tonight for you.
3: Cool. Love that.
1: Nice. There you go. That's what we're here for. But all right, Chancy, and here's my surprise for you, buddy. I got three mentions for your CD. So, ha! Huh.
2: That's a that's that doesn't happen very often. I'm pretty pretty impressed.
1: All right, there's a lot of freaking songs, but um, yeah. So, <laughs> my number my number uh, eight technically was telling stories. Number seven was I promise, and oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Number six was uh, speak the word. Even though it is kind oh, of Christian. Yeah. But, but yeah. number five number five was Stand By Me, because that was an awesome cover of that song.
3: She did great.
1: Yeah. Number four was Sub City, because that was kind of like a song I didn't expect to hear on that on that CD, and it was just kind of impressive. Like it kind of gave me like GTA vibe for some reason. <laughs> but number three was bang 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 because like at first i wasn't that's it, a good then, like, one yeah then like in the middle of it it got like like i started getting like what it was trying to preach and i was like all right she was a little ahead of her time here and then yeah. number two number two was give me a reason i uh, give me one reason of course because god damn typos but uh i mean yeah it was that i knew that song of course and i didn't know it was her but it's a good song and number one is Fast Car because I did not know that song was heard. I thought that was like Dave Matthews band or something I thought that was like a, like a guy singing like, you
2: like, know I've heard that a lot I've heard people say that a lot that they mistake uh, the singer of Fast Car for being a man and and it's interesting but I could see to some extent how it could
1: happen but I mean it honestly sounds like Dave Matthews like Crash Air like how he sang back then Huh? I could see where you'd pull that. I
2: could see it.
3: And, and you know, I love the instrumental in "Fast Car."
4: Yes, it's, it's oh.
3: really, it's really unique. I mean, it's really got its own. It holds its own ground. That one. It's and it. That's it, what makes it so memorable. It's, I mean, it, you hear it as soon as you hear the the um, the music come on before the lyrics before she sings. You, it's like "Fast Car."
2: Yep. It's an, it, it feels.
3: It's ingrained in us,
2: you know? Yeah. It actually, it even feels like, uh, it feels like there's, uh, like in the guitar element of it, the way the notes are played out. It's it's not there, but it feels like she's playing with a slide. Yeah.
4: But she's not.
2: Yeah. Like on that, like, because, you know, you got the first couple chords and then it slides up. It almost it's like she just does it so fluently it almost is, sounds like she has a slide, but it's just her finger
4: yeah
3: it
2: mm-hmm. i that's it, something that always catches my ear specifically about that song whenever it plays,
3: mhm-, and like my album, it's all acoustics, there's no percussion yep, but it still works, you know and i and mm-hmm. i love I love the drums, but you know it just turned out sometimes,
1: to yeah. All right, which that brings us to the final city tonight. And I wanted to do yours first, chance because just chronologically, she came first. So, you know, it made more sense in my mind. But, and plus, you know, I go on rants with mine sometimes. But, um, yeah,
2: and I saw it and I was like, good old floor, Jack. Here we go again.
1: <laughs> uh, well, yes, because when I first heard Tina CD, I. Was trying to think what I could bring looking through like all my artists. I'm like I'm like, I can't think of anything but this one. I'm like, I can't think of any I could think of a couple, but I was thinking like for I was gonna do share for a goddamn second. I don't know why, but I was gonna do share for a goddamn second, but
4: I know, mean
1: it would it would work. Share's good. I know, I know, but it's just like it would have been like, No, I need to do something I listen to regularly anyway. And if like, you would have you know chose
2: what? Cher, I would have definitely chose Patsy Cline for sure.
1: I mean, I even thought Dolly Parton for a second too. But nice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I also thought Dave Matthews Band first too before I came up with the female singer thing. But right, and Chancy would, and then Chancy would have been like, "Fuck you, Jeremy." But...
2: I would have listened to it begrudgingly, but yes, I would have definitely cussed you up and down.
1: I am not a Melissa Etheridge fan there, CJ. Sorry, buddy.
2: Uh, I mean, I can see why he suggests it, though, because, I, I mean, I, it I, definitely... I, it,
1: but, I mean, I mean yeah, there's, I, a of, there's, there's a lot of women that could have game, especially not from the 90s, but I just... This CD I brought, which, for those of you who love our show and worship it, I uh, know that we do a lot with Nightwish and... The yeah,
2: dozens and dozens of worshipers. <laughs>
1: Yes. Hey, we're a small cult but we're growing. But uh, you know I love Nightwish and you know their singer right now is as I said her name a thousand times is Floor Jansen. So Floor Jack. You're a dick. But <laughs> you're, <a> dick. <laughs> you're a dick. I'm sorry,
2: but, I'll, stop, well, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop.
3: Gotta play Ernest again. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can cut a motherfucker's mic. But um,
4: <sighs> yeah, hold on.
1: You good? You are good? All right, good. Be a mime.
2: Yeah. So I cut CGI. my I cut my I cut my mic for you. I thought that's what you wanted. I can't
1: even do what you want and make you happy. What are you? What, we're not even. What are you? We're like an old married couple here. What are we doing? We basically are. But that my brought was for Jansen's. Paragon album, it's her debut solo album that just released last year.
4: Of a life once was out in the stronger now, stronger than all of the pain, broken but beautiful. All this time, you were invincible. Master the pain.
1: Because she's been with like three different bands, including Nightwish, since she started singing when she was a teenager, and she is amazing. And I've been dying to hear this album, but I was waiting to bring it on the show, so I had a reason to listen to it in full. So we gave
2: you one reason
1: to bring her? Oh. <laughs> well, no i I was waiting for the right episode to bring her on because I can't just bring her on any episode because it just wouldn't match up with a lot of stuff we do. Yeah, Jesse. I got it. I was just ignoring you.
2: But, oh, oh, is that
1: what it was? Is that what it was? That's what it was. But, <laughs> but yeah i I had I, I was dying to hear the CD and. You know, I wasn't disappointed. Of course, it's freaking floor. She's amazing, and she could be a scream queen. She could be an opera singer. She could be just a almost almost popish singer like she was on the CD. Like it's just like she can just t- do anything. Like she's amazing. So that's why I wanted to bring her in because it was the closest thing I could think of to Tina's music that I actually have on on my regular listening. But Dying to hear what you thought of it, Tina, because a lot of people don't know Flora because she's from uh, Finland
3: or the Netherlands. Is it Finland or the Netherlands?
1: Well, the band she yes. plays with. The, the ba- yeah, one of those answers. The band she with. I was, gonna, plays I was with, just say yes. The yeah. answer to the your band. question is yes. <laughs> I don't know. The, the band she plays with is in, is from Finland, so I don't know. know what oh, okay.
3: From, okay. But. Okay. So I actually wasn't familiar with her. So it was the first initiation into her, um, her sound, her music, and all of it. So um, my number one is the My Par- my Paragon song. Okay. And um, uh, she, what, what I noticed in listening to her music is she seems to have a common theme to most of her songs, which is um, sort of like hope, but sadness, you know, there's like, you know, she's it's yeah, but you know, or what if we could, or, you know, so it's, it's sort of, I guess you could call it the blues in that sense of the word, you know, it's, uh, it's, thoughtful lyrics, but, um, you know, anyway, so I, uh, I, my Paragon was my first, her second, my second choice for her was hope. Um, and I liked the softer, like you were saying, um, she has a wonderful vocal range. She can hit the highs and the lows, And I really loved her softer, lower tones for me that really resonated. Um, And uh, again, there's a lot of despair, uh, sort of the antithesis of hope in that inner lyrics. But I think that would call the um, person who's listening to it, call out their discretion, if you will to that and maybe paying attention to words and like, you know, I'm a word person. So I think, you know, yeah, that's a good thing. Um, The third one that I um, enjoyed was called come full circle. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it's again, it's hopeful. It's positive. Yet it does point out what's wrong with this picture. Um, So it, the theme again is about clearing our hearts breaking the chain before we are broken. Um, so it has that kind of earthy um, calling out to the universe feel to it, you know, like help me here. You know, I got to, I got to get my, we got, we got to transform. We got to change this. The next song that I really enjoyed was called me without you. Mm -hmm. Uh, i i enjoyed the creative lyrics um it's sort of a girl power song actually um and it's almost like she's kind of like getting the last word in on this one um so in essence her met her meta message throughout this song was there is a me without you Mm -hmm. so um You know, I don't think she's a hater, okay? I think she's in it for love, okay? That's what she's aiming for. Um, But like it says, one of her lyrics is, you can lie to me, you can say uh, we've uh, meant to be, still words can't change the way I feel. So she's taking a stand and she's walking away from an old pattern. You know, my background as psychotherapist and whatever. I'm gonna read into everything. So you'd have to bear with me. But that's part of my joy in listening to songs because they are letters, they're messages, you know. Okay, so that's that one. Then we go on to the next, which I chose, which was winner. And this was off a different album. I'm sorry, I got I'm a bad student. I didn't follow directions. Okay, so it was off her, and it said Amsterdam album. That's why I thought she was from Holland or the Netherlands. Um, Actually, uh,
1: CJ confirmed that. She is from the Netherlands, and Nightwish is finished, though.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. And anyway, um, I really enjoyed this one because um, the winner was just that. It was just all, like, reflecting positive messages, positivity, and she does, you're right, she has an amazing voice. She has a a Mm -hmm. wonderful range and um, very compelling voice. And then the final one that I chose was called Fire. And Mm -hmm. um, like the melody, her voice, um, it it was so uh, enchanting in this song. And uh, I loved the way that like we were talking about um, Tracy Chapman and how she kind of um, turns things up and catches your attention by changing the cadence and the rhythm, you know, in and so in this in this uh, song fire, I kind of noticed that that was going on to a certain degree was there was changes in the punctuation of her voice and, and uh the tonality that um made you that drew draw drew me in, okay. Drew me in to want to go, okay, what? Oh, oh, okay, oh, oh. you know, so yeah. So anyway, that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, chancy before I give you your inevitable chance to unleash your full Chancyness on it. And you're your eyes just glowed red there for a second when I said that too. That's the funny thing. But
2: so bold of you to assume, sir. So bold <laughs> of you to assume.
1: But yeah, my two honorable mentions. It's actually funny because my two honorable mentions were "War with Me," without you, and "Hope." <laughs> Those are my two honorable mentions because they were they were good songs, but they just weren't top five material. My number five was my paragon because it was a good song, but I felt like it was almost just too simple for her. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's too simple for her. Number four is the calm because everything about that song was amazing. And then funny enough, number three was Storm, because that song, the guitar was amazing. the guitar was amazing on that song.
3: Well, calm before the storm. I get it. Okay, go <laughs>
1: <laughs> and number number two is Invincible, because I didn't think I was a, like that one when I first started when I first started listening to it. I didn't think I'd like that song, but I got towards like the middle. I'm like, all right, this is actually pretty good. I could dig this. And then number one was Armored Wings. Oh, yeah. Like I, I, I actually sent that one to my wife on Messenger. Like when I heard it, I'm like, "This song makes me think of you." I'm a good guy, yay! But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like yeah, that song was a surprise. Like I didn't, I didn't even see that coming in that album. I was just like, "Oh, oh, nice." So yeah, Flor impressed me on her first time solo. I mean, she always impresses me in all the band she's in, so I'm not surprised. But yeah. still, and Chanti Prigo, CJ says, fun fact: Flora was supposed to be the singer before Net. Na- oh, he means for Nightwish, but due to record label politics, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, the politics
2: always got to play too, a yeah. part in something.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, chanty what was your review in top five of my album to close us out?
2: Honestly, I would have much rather drank acetone than have to sit through no I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I liked it. I I really did. Like, and between the two of you, you actually both, uh, you completed my top five legit, like between the both of you. Um, I, uh, I mean, it, it, I, I, I love to give you a bad time, Jeremy, you know, calling her floor jack and always just always razzing you about bringing her or, or, you know, Nightwish and everything. You know, I, I, it, it's good. I'm not, I'm not trying to detract from that. I just, I got to do something. But my number five was Armored Wings. Mm. Uh, number four was The Calm uh number three was me without you uh number two was come full circle and number one was hope that's why every i was like i kept i was just like what's going on like what what why is why is this happening what's going on and then jeremy does his list i'm like come on now i don't even have a list i got nothing here
4: (laughs) oh my gosh
2: and this is why I do the things I do. It's because it's already well. I mean, everybody's picked my picks. I may as well, uh, you know, I may as well go JoJo the idiot circus boy. Yeah, uh,
1: I was gonna say, come down there, JoJo, but um, <laughs>
2: it's no, okay. Jojo. I'm pro- I'm I, I, I'm 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 technically circus folks, so it's
1: okay. Back in your cage, JoJo. But <laughs> yeah, so we hit all three albums, folks, and. That was a lot of fun, and we paid appreciation to a lot of female singers. Good times, but yeah, of course we want we want to thank Tina for coming on because she's been an awesome guest for this episode, and we're a Absolutely. pleasure. To, it was a it was a pleasure to have her on, and just so everybody knows who's listening to the podcast eventually, the song you heard in the beginning of the episode is Valentines. So,
3: oh, I didn't know that. I didn't hear it. Oh no! It's uh, no.
2: it's going to be on the on the audio version. He he oh, he always does that whenever somebody comes on and brings their own work. He always puts that out first, so that way it gives people something you to know to.
3: <laughs>
2: I've seen what you did there. <laughs>
3: wow! Well, well, I am honored. It was a lot of fun. I love your uh, energy, and this was just. Is great so thank
2: yeah. you that means yeah, a lot
3: I've never done anything like this you know um this type of platform where the discussion is such as it is and it it really i don't know it kind of kind of reminds me of um being a kid you know yeah. and just playing a game with it you know it's fun yeah enjoyed it very much
1: well we're, we're glad you enjoyed it and yeah for sure And just so, where can people find your music? Where can people find you?
3: Okay. So I have like a little site which gives, I think, maybe some 30-second clips. But it also shows you all the platforms that I'm on. And that's tinarosemusic.com. Otherwise, if you have Spotify, if you have um, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Pandora, um, you know, Bandcamp, I mean, just iHeart Radio, all of them. I'm pretty much on most platforms. So, all you have to do is download. Now, I just want to um, caution: um, there are a couple of other musicians with my name that popped up after me. I think there was one from like the 1980s before me. But I think now there's maybe a couple more Tina Roses. So if you're interested in my particular um, songs, um, because I don't do a lot of marketing and just like I said, this was pleasure for me. Um, anyway, it's Tina, it's Love Letters with an S on the end. Uh, because one of the songs is Love Letter. So you'll just get that. song. So Love Letters with an S by Tina Rose and you should get all 10, 10 songs. And uh, yeah. Um, one song is being auditioned for an HBO series. Nice. Yeah. And another song is being auditioned uh, for a Paramount point. And a, I don't know if that's a, I'm not. Paramount
2: it's it's going to be their new streaming platform. Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So nice. wish me luck, everybody put me in your prayers. That would be awesome. And uh, and I just want to say before I, I leave or close out is, um, yeah, I think it's really important to um, to look at the arts as whatever it is, whatever you love to do. But the things that are creative, because we all are creative beings. And some of us forget it or we've put it on hold. And if you can return to it and ignite it, you'll think you'll be so grateful. I know I am. That's all I want to say.
1: Well said. Very well said.
3: <laughs> so thank you so very much for having me. It was oh, so
1: thank you for incredible. being here. Thank you for being here. It was our pleasure.
3: All Absolutely.
1: Right. So, uh, Jancy, where can they find you?
2: Uh well, I mean, outside of here, I can be found on the Book of Faces under my name. Uh, Instagram and TikTok is the Red Eye Roundtable. Uh, Twitter is uh, Red Eye Table. Um, you know, the darkest depths of the despair, the void, your worst nightmares that rock off yonder. If you look, you'll find me. I'm, I'm around.
1: Coming out of the corn and all. But you can, of course, <laughs> find both of us on Facebook as Paranormal Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings Podcast with S Facebook group. You can also find us on Twitter and the Gram as at Juggalo Bastard and on TikTok as at Juggalo Bastard Podcast. And you can find us on YouTube as Maniacal Music Musings or as Blind Knowledge Network where we are a member of. Feel free to watch us stream live there on YouTube. And until next time, and oh yeah, listeners, next week our guest is the return of CJ Plain. So we'll have to see what madness we get into next week with that. Until then, everybody, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and thank you for coming on, Tina, one more time.
4: sleep You've seen this song before and it cuts deep But it's hard for me to stand by what you weep hanging in that darling chak